Hello, hello, hello. Welcome again to WDGS 333 on your podcast listening station. You are now tuned in to your host, Alfreda, bringing you the most from what did God say? Well, today, 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 oh, on this super sunny Saturday, the Lord said to let you know that he is able to heal you. He is able to deliver you and he is able to set you free. Yesterday, I uploaded one of my episodes and I gave a few tidbits on some of the things that encountered on my journey throughout my past. And I gave that information hopefully to encourage and empower someone to understand and know whatever it is that you're going through, that we serve an awesome God, a God who is able to keep you strengthened in the midst of your trials and tribulations, a God who is able to keep you strong even when your situation will normally weaken you. Oh, my God. But today, 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 I want to give a few ingredients on just exactly some of the things that God encouraged me to put in place that kept me going down through the years from all of my hurt, my pain, and my damage. Oh my God. And hopefully these ingredients, you can mix them together in your life. And they can make a tremendous change if you're going through something and you don't understand why. The first thing that was very profound that kept me anchored to be able to not leave this world prematurely or lose my mind or turn to an addiction of drugs or alcohol. Now, I had some addictions, but it wasn't those. And I had to learn, first and foremost, prayer. You know, we hear this a lot, that prayer changes things. But truly, prayer to God changes things. Secondly, you must have faith to believe. See, when you pray, that's because it's the number one formula. Understand you're talking to God. And for a lot of times, for many years, I could not understand that scripture to pray without ceasing. And I said, God, well, how do I pray without ceasing? Because I have to go to work, then I get busy, then I got to take care of my bills. You know, ceasing means don't ever stop. So I never stopped praying, but I had different times that I would incorporate prayer on a more regular basis than I did on certain days. You know, throughout my journey, I embarked upon several religious denominations. I've been under the Baptist, which is the religion that I grew up under. And then there were, the next religion was Pentecostal. And then I continued on my journey and God allowed me to live and relocate to different demographic locations. And I became a part of United Methodist. I became affiliated with CME, AME, Presbyterian, 
and also Islam. And out of all those different denominations, you know, Pentecostal kind of helped me anchor myself more in an anointed place in God. And Islam actually helps me develop better in my prayer language. Because when I started studying Islam, it was routine ritual, whether you had employment or not. If you had a job back in those times in the 80s, you know, you can inform your employer and at your prayer time at noon and then in the evening before the sun set, they would give you provisions because of your religious belief. But the first prayer in the morning, and see, because the ritual that they carried It did move tremendous blessings in my life because I disciplined myself in these prayers five times a day. And each time you had to wash the portals of the upper head. You had to cleanse out your ears, your nose, rinse your mouth, your eyes, and in your head. So these were the primary portals that I even talk about in my second book, What Are You? Because your characteristic traits generates by what you think, what you see, what you hear, what you, even the aroma, what you smell, what you speak. And I also included what you feel from your heart. Therefore, that foundation in prayer gave me another perspective that really blessed my life. The only only thing that challenged me from sticking with Islamic religion was because of the way they believe in Jesus. And they believe in him as a prophet, but they did not believe in him as the son of God. But throughout all of those religions that the Lord had me to journey through. One thing I came to found that was universal. All of them taught, except Islam, from the Holy Bible. And Islam taught from the Holy Quran. But they all had two things definitely in common. One, they believed in one true God. And they believed that you should love their God. And second, they believe in loving one another. So that's why sometimes I couldn't understand why it was all these different religious denominations if we all had the primary ingredients for mankind, which is loving God and loving people as ourselves. Amen? Now, with that being said, The ingredients of prayer is what carried me. But it was the word of God that began to transform me. See, I had to study my Bible. And I had to study, not just read it, but study it in order to get instructions from God. Now, prayer is considered as talking to God. But when you read the word, well, let me say, when I began to study the word, that's when God would speak to me. 
And he would start giving me answers to a lot of the questions that was in my mind about every situation that I came across and didn't know exactly what to do. And even when I knew what to do, sometimes I would still go to the Bible. And the more and more I engaged in studying God's word, the more God began to allow those scriptures to remain in my heart. And when situations came up, I could call them up. So the first thing is prayer. Because I had to pray in order to become structured to study the Bible. Because so much of my flesh, of my carnal ways and thinking. So I used to pray and say, oh God, help me to get a set aside time for your word. Help me, Lord, to understand your word. Give me interpretation and revelation of your word. So the prayer was my prelude in order to get to the encore of the meal from the word of God. So we have prayer. We have the word of God. And I'm going to give you five ingredients. Let me let me say that. Because five represents the number of grace. And it's grace is what kept me. And there were five things that God had to continuously put on my pathway to purge me. And keep them constant in my life. I never strayed too far away out of the condition of reading my word. One, because I had too many problems and situations that it took the word of God to draw me back and get back in alignment. Because if you know anything when, like a car, when you're out of alignment, it's not a comfortable drive. So in order to bring comfort to my mind and in my environment, whether it was a job or even if I, it was family, I had to get back into the word of God. And the third thing I had to operate, which the word strengthened me to do, was walk in faith. There were so many times I didn't know my way and couldn't see my way and couldn't figure it out. And I didn't even have means to make ways out of no way. But my faith to believe because my relationship with God through prayer and the word taught me that all things were possible if I only believe. So oftentimes when I didn't know and sometimes people would come by my place when God would speak to me and he said it's time for you to move to another demographic location. But I didn't have a clue what apartment I was going to, the people I knew or the jobs. But God, my faith, when I just said, well, okay, God. So I began to pack by faith. And sometimes families and friends would come by and they said, girl, you packing? Because I would just clear a whole wall. I would take one wall in my living room. Whatever was the wall that I had the least uh, items on, I would reshift them and move them around and take that entire wall and I would just pack boxes and start stacking them. And I would pack things that I didn't use so frequently first. And people would ask me, 
And a lot of times, you know, God wouldn't even tell me because he didn't want me to share it. How many of you all know that? Sometimes God will allow things to come up in us, but we don't have a surety of what's next because sometimes he don't want us to share it. Because people will try to block your blessings. They'll make phone calls behind your back. They'll go directly to the facilities if they know where you're going sometime. Because you just have some naysayers and busy bodies and that's what they do. They take their bodies and they get busy in other people's business. So therefore, sometimes God didn't even let me know. But one thing about God. He knew that he could trust me to have faith. And I want to explain right quick about faith. Faith is an act when we make a faith declaration to believe what we cannot see is to tell God, I trust you. See, a lot of times people can quote scriptures, they can say prayers, but they can't trust God. At his word. Oh my God. But God gave me. Not a small measure of faith. But I had a big measure. Didn't have a clue. But I packed by faith. And another testimony. I remember by faith. I went to the car lot. And I took my youngest son with me. And I took him because he had prophesied to me. Yes, he was young, but he prophesied because I had a car that gave me many car problems. And he spoke to me and he said, God is going to bless you with a red car. (laughs) So I took him with me to the car lot, you know, and I started laying hands on cars. Didn't know which one God was going to open the door to bless me with. But the thing is, see, my faith just believed I would get one. And I happened to be coming home one day in the car that was giving me problems. And it kind of stagnated on the side of the road. And there was somebody with a burgundy reddish color car pulled out near the highway with a for sale sign. And I never forget when the people told me how much the car was, I didn't have that amount of cash. That's why I can testify about God's favor. So... They said, well, if you get somebody to finance it. But at the time, my credit was tore up from the floor. Actually, the young lady that I had befriended through a job, we worked together. She had left that job, and so had I. But she was a branch manager over a loan company. And I called her, and I told her about the car. And she said, well, i extend you a loan. And, um... You use your title for the car as collateral. So I said, well, praise God. Even with my toe-up credit. So she did ask me, she said, how is your credit? I said, girl, it's toe-up from the floor. But anyway, when she finished processing it, she called me and she said, Miss Frida, your credit needs surgery because it's in bad shape. And I said, I tried to tell you. She said, no, but I didn't realize it was that bad. But the favor, God allowed her to have favor. And she processed that loan through. 
And she, I remember her telling me her supervisor, her regional, came to the office and they have to go over all the loans. And when he saw that she had loaned me, I think it was like about $3,000. I, I can't remember exactly how much it was. It wasn't less than $1,500. I remember that. And um, she said he told her, my credit was so bad. She said, he said, you should have never extended her alone. Never. And she said she told her regional, well, she my friend. He said, well, with her bad credit, then you need to loan her your money. But don't lend her hours because I'm sure she's not going to pay it. But I tell you, when she told me that, God quickened my spirit no matter what to make him out of a lie. So she said they came to a bet that she betted him that I would pay it off because my payments was like a hundred and some a month. So that mean I had to pay over a year. And he said they bet on a steak dinner. But when I gave my last payment, and I recall, God wouldn't allow me to miss a payment. See, that's the favor of God. When you walk by faith, God will move for you like that. And he'll position you for what it is, that good gift that added no sorrow. But anywho, after that situation occurred, and like I said, I was packing it. I was going to move, and I didn't know where I was going. But I moved by faith. And whenever God would lead me to go to the city before I came to move there, he would always have me to go check out the city, you know. And I would go check out that city, and God would sometime immediately bless me with a job, even though I didn't have one. I just went where God told me to move. And even then, I was ridiculed. People was like, every time you turn around, she moving, she moving, she moving. But see, God was doing this. And I didn't realize at that time, he was just positioning me for such a time as now. See, those those times when God moved and you step out on that faith, but it is to increase your faith. And so my faith became so strong, I got to the point that when God said for what it is, I would speak it and I knew how to be still, which is the fourth thing. Sometimes it's a blessing to be still. And when I say be still, I'm talking about let peace be still. Now in being still with me, I have to detach myself because I need to be real clear like the prophets used to do back in the days that I'm hearing God. And I couldn't say too much to people because I wasn't even sure. This was a faith move. And I know sometimes when people, your faith is being strengthened, people can challenge your faith if you, if you do know and you share with them. Then they'll start saying things like, girl, you going to move there? You don't know anybody? You don't have a job? What you going to do? How you going to do that? Well, I wouldn't do that. See, people will start saying things to you based on their feelings. Oh, my God. That will shake your faith. That's why sometimes you have to be still. Now, that's number four. Be still. And when I would be still... I would listen to God, and then the fifth thing, I would fast. 
Now, let me tell you something about my fast. My fast wasn't for food. Because back in my younger days, I was so small, I wanted to take some gain weight pills. A lot of people don't know that. But that's because I was a size one, even when I was 30 years old. I might have got up to a three or a five. But for a long time, I stayed very, very slim. And therefore, food wasn't something that challenged me to hinder me. That's why sometimes when people talk about fasting, see, I know that fasting when it's food, it is determined on the fact that you're trying to restrain from something that hinders you in getting in a spiritual place with God to receive a deliverance. So what I fasted was the telephone. Ooh, I used to love me the telephone. And it was back in the days when Bell South, it wasn't cell phones. It was home phones. We didn't have cell phones. And when you had a home phone, if you did not make a local call, then every call you made outside of that first three prefix, they charge you by the minute. And back during those days, because I moved around quite frequently, my phone bill used to average $300 a month. That's on a good month. It has went up to excess of $700. That's just how much deliverance I needed from the telephone. Therefore, That's what my fast was. I was phone fast. That's what I used to call it, a phone fast. And I would restrict myself to stay off that telephone. And whenever I did that, I literally had to go before God, just like people do with food, and pray for God to strengthen me in that area. To keep me from jumping on that phone because my flesh wanted to talk. Just like how people do with food. So when I would go on these phone fasts, God would definitely move for me a little faster. Because I would restrict myself. But oh, I want to tell you how blessed it is when these things come out through fasting and praying. So I would go on my phone fast, I would pray, I would be still, and I would walk in faith. And I tell you, from knowing that formula and ingredients, it has worked for me down through my journey. And I have continuously, and that's why sometimes I may do Feast of Famine. I may do several podcasts. And one time I was doing uploads in YouTube and regularly on Facebook. But whenever God needs to minister to me and I need to get some definitive answers for something that's troubling my spirit or going on in my life that I want God to move what I used to say and give me a crash course. Give me one of those those crash courses, you know, crash courses where you can take this subject real quick. Take your tests and be through with it. 
because sometimes things would get so heavy on me that I would always consult with God and say, okay, God, what's my lesson? What am I supposed to be learning? This is going on in my life to teach me something. And I used to ask God, I said, God, whatever I'm supposed to learn, whatever my lesson, because sometimes things would get just that hard for me. And the battle in my mind would be warring so deep. I said, God, let me take a crash course and hurry up and learn this lesson. Show me what it is I need to do. So when you give me this test, I can pass it. Oh, my God. I hope somebody can utilize these ingredients. Number one, pray. Number two, study the word of God. Number three, pray and operate your faith to be increased. And there were times that you know things would come that try to make you doubt. And that's when I would ask God, according to his word, I said, Lord, help my unbelief. Whatever I don't believe that I know you said you would do, help my unbelief. So we have prayer, studying the word, standing on faith, learning to be still, and knowing when to fast. And what you're fasting to refrain from that's hindering you, that you glutton and overindulge and move in excess outside of moderation. And even as now, in, in my in my aura of where I am now in my spirit realm I don't necessarily have to do phone fasts like I used to back in the days but I have to fast myself from people so sometimes I go on a three day fast and I do a shut off I just shut off from people so that way I don't have to ponder what I'm going through and be tempted to talk it out with somebody who may give me ill advice so I refrain myself and I may go on a three day fast of shedding it I eat I may talk on the phone very few people selective people and they are people who I know can pour in my spirit while I'm waiting on God to answer me well I again am delighted that you are elected to tune in to my podcast I pray you have a beautiful, beautiful, blessed day in the Lord on this super sunny Saturday. And that God's blessings will continue to flow, flow, flow down in your life. Meet all of your wants. Meet all of your needs. I stand corrected. Meet all of your needs. All your good wants. And even the things that your heart desires as you delight yourself in him. And I also want to give you a tidbit of information on my podcast that I have been uploading in my group ministry, the group page on Facebook. If you tap in the gray area, or if you tap at the bottom of my story. That link should direct you to what's considered Anchor Podcast. Now, once you get to the podcast, it will ask you, do you want to select from a particular podcast? Because now I think I'm listed in about five of them, I know. But one of my most favorite is Spotify. 
I like Spotify because I can maneuver through, fast forward, rewind. I can do the same thing with Anchor. But with Spotify, it's more user friendly. So once you get, it'll ask you in the purple, it'll ask you which 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 podcast do you prefer? It say select from do if you want to select from another one. And if you tap in that little purple bar, it'll bring up several podcast stations. And all of those podcast stations I am listed under. And it's Google Podcasts, it uh Stitchers, um, Spotify, Anchor. And you can continue to listen in Anchor. But the other thing I like about Spotify is it does continuous play. So once one episode finishes, it automatically goes into the next episode that was previously uploaded. And sometimes even myself, I'll sit and I'll listen to them as they flow because God wants me to improve. And when I work to improve, I go back and I revisit those podcasts and I listen and I try to work on doing better and being better. Because we all know that's a part of our journey and our walk with Christ. Amen. God wants all of us to strive to do better as we learn better. And in order to learn one word, I say, even in my very first volume, and if anybody haven't gotten it, I know it's not the perfect volume because I didn't have any editors and proofreaders, but it's a word in there because I put a little uh, insert in the back, near the back, that tells us how we can have some relaxing days and things we can do as rewards. That's what the title of that page, the reward page. And if you go and do some self-rewards for yourself as you learn better and do better. So it is my goal for God, not myself, not to impress anyone, not for fame and fortune, but for the glory of God that I do strive to articulate myself better and I do strive to provide more clarity and etiquette in my execution of my uploads and any message that God imparts in my spirit to deliver. Amen. Amen. Again, you have a beautiful, blessed day and remember Those five ingredients can make a profound difference in your life. And I will recite them one more time. And you don't necessarily have to utilize in my order. But I was just saying, if you put it all in the bowl together and stir it up, it will make a profound difference in your life. And that's prayer. Studying the Word of God and studying, I get me a dictionary or I put it on my phone. I pull it up uh, from my phone and define words and I have pen and paper and I write information down because it's, it's good at retaining the memory. So prayer, studying the Word, faith, being still, and fasting. 
and I suggest in all five of those ingredients, what I would suggest is a good suggestion. Google scriptures in on those five ingredients to study and have a clearer understanding, especially when it comes to fasting. Amen. But one thing I was going to say, that's one word that I found have been dynamic in all walks of life, and that's repeating. Anytime we repeat doing something over and over and over, and that's also in my first book, volume, it, 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 it gives more memorization to our conscious awareness. And not only that, it helps us to remember, but it also helps us that when we repeat doing something, it makes it easier. Amen. Amen. And that book is on Amazon and it's ladies. What did God say? Who are you? So until the next upload and episode, I'm trying to stay true to what God instructed me on 33 and 33 in the time frame to not exceed. And if I go over, I repent and I apologize. I repent to God and I apologize to you all. And like as I said, the very next episode will be led by the Lord because I think I may do a few days shut off. But I don't know. It's just all in what God say. And again, have a super Sunday. I'm sorry, Super Saturday. Super sunny Saturday. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Until the next time, peace out.